Welcome to Around the NBA with Chris Merrick. I'm Blazerland and Rip City, Chris Craig, and you're not. <laughs> and I'm ejected from a must-win game. Are you MVP? <laughs> I always say something funny at the beginning and then laugh at myself. Are you, are you MVP? I have to stop laughing at myself. I guess so. Oh my goodness, man. Did wow. you see it? Did you I see it? it? I saw I it. I couldn't believe they ejected the MVP. I thought you're supposed to get. I thought you're supposed to get superstar calls. MVP a couple games ago, a game ago, and they and throw him out of the game. And, and they could have given him a bigger one, and he would have stayed in the game. Right. I'm looking at all like the the post game. Jokic said he wanted to make it a hard foul to change the uh, rhythm of the game. He said, "I thought honestly they would not eject me." Uh, Michael Malone, I just didn't feel like it warranted a flagrant to ejection because he's making a play on the ball. It's true. He was going at the ball. There's marginal contact to Cameron Payne's nose, I believe. So I was shocked. I'm a little bit shocked that they called a flagrant to it, ejected the MVP on such a play. Well, the thing was, he, he cocked his arm. Right. He went, he, he, there was contact. There kind was of his, his shoulder, his kind of shoulder yeah. area hit him right in the head. And he did, there was contact. And so, yeah, that's a play. That's the rules. It doesn't have to be intentional. All right. State, you know. So From my vantage point. It's a player too. He said, I think it was a frustration foul. This is Coach Malone. Coach Michael yeah, yeah. Malone. Yeah. Mike uh, Malone. Michael. Michael. Oh, Michael. Nicola probably <laughs> felt the last couple of plays when he had the ball, he had not received a foul call. And he went over there to take a foul, which he has done plenty of times. A lot of players do that. Monty Williams said, I didn't think it was anything malicious. In those moments, you have to regulate your emotions. That's what we've been talking about all season long. After replay review, there's a wind-up impact to follow through. Yeah. Uh, Michael Malone, I think it was something like wind-up malicious intent, some other mumbo-jumbo. Obviously, you use the MVP. It's going to make it even harder to stave off um, elimination. Chris Booker took immediate exception. That's all I said. Just what are you doing? It's just an emotional play. I don't think he meant harm by it. Just a frustration foul. It's tough. Just defending my teammate. That was it. I played against the Joker multiple times. I know he's not a malicious player. After he was ejected, Jokic appeared to apologize to Payne. I shouldn't do that. Of course, it was my bad. I'm sorry, but I cannot change it now. It happens. I just, dude, I cannot believe that happened. He said, I'm not going to allow this series to define the season. Hopefully next year we can find a way to stay healthy and be better and see where we can go. Jokic says the whole season was great, I think, until the last four games. Oh, my gosh. I just – I've never seen that. I've never seen the MVP thrown out of a must-win game. Right. And he's not just MVP. He's like their whole offense. Like, without him, they have nothing. Um, I think even if they had Jamal Murray, like – Without Jokic, they like they don't they don't work. And it's I mean, if you took Damian Lillard off the Blazers, we'd still have CJ and Mello like trying to carry the team. But like you take Jokic, I was like, I can't, I cannot believe this happened. Okay. I also can't believe we lost this team. That is a 
That is pure mismanagement and bad yeah. coaching that we lost to Denver. Yeah, we should never have lost. We Denver. should never have lost to Denver. There's no excuse. We did what we were supposed to in game one, and we should have done it three more times. We should have, yes. There's no, no, yeah, no excuse. excuse. Just no excuse. And Stoss was fired because of it. So. Yeah, and, and a lot of it was Nurkic's fault, too, quite frankly. Yeah. He didn't play yeah. smart. He didn't yeah, play he, smart. He, he had to stay in the game. Team next year, he needs to get in the best shape of his life. I don't want to see him coming into the season. Out of shape again. I don't want to hear well, he just had to be smart on defense and not commit yeah, stupid fouls. He's a big man coach, so he can develop his, you know, th- that movement. Yeah, he's not making stupid fouls. Right. Yeah, it's tough. You know, I saw on the subject of centers and the Suns. Now, I didn't look to see if I got a response, but on the Blazers forum on Rip City too. Someone was talking about what a great general manager James Jones is because he's the general manager of the Suns. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, they are up. They were up 2-0 at the time. So they are up 2-0 in the second round, but he still chose DeAndre Ayton instead of Luka Doncic. And I right. think that trade, no matter how good Ayton is, I think that trade will age terribly. Yeah. I mean, it's like they picked Kevin Duckworth over Michael Jordan, quite frankly. Right. And even if they're going to the conference finals, even if they're going to the conference finals, I still think it was a bad pick. But hey, hey, Phoenix needs to thank the Portland Trail Blazers because both their general manager and their coach came from us. Came from us. That's right. Thank us. I remember the James Jones era in Portland. He was good. When we won those 13 games in a row. When we won those 13 games in a row. Uh, in the in the season that was supposed to be Odin's rookie season, right? And we like had that big streak and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's three point shooters you've ever had on our team. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. All right, so we'll oh, get into that, that Denver game later. We have news for you guys. We have uh, games and highlights. We have streak finder. We have your questions, comments. We have a jam packed episode. Uh, Holy cow! I'm jam-packed. excited. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, we got. We have to let some pressure out of this thing. It's gonna explode. All right, okay. uh, news: uh, the Pacers have fired head coach Nate Bjorkren. Uh, Terry Stotts is a candidate to replace him. Becky Hammond is also at the top of their list. Mm. Uh, the Magic are interested in Terry Stotts and Becky Hammond as well. They're at the top of their list. I would like Stotts on the East Coast because I don't want him to be going up against us. Right. So put him up, put him on Orlando, Indiana. That's fine. But I would hate to see him out coach whoever our new coach is. Where, where do you think he would fit better? Orlando in, or Indiana? Orlando or Indiana. Um, let's see. If Orlando, they're going to get a good pick. And they're going to have Markel Fultz back. And they've got all those really young players. Um, they don't have Vucevic or Gordon anymore. No, they just they're a really team. raw team. There, there wouldn't be many high expectations unless they got the number one pick. Um, and then you've got Indiana, which has a lot of talent already on the team. Um, so I'd say the best job with him would probably be to go to Indiana and win. He'll win in yeah, Indiana so. for sure. Orlando, yeah. If if he wins in Orlando, he gets coach of the year. So. Which I don't think is yeah. going to happen, but okay. 
I mean, I think he'll make the playoffs with Indiana. I don't think he'll, he'll do that with Orlando necessarily. I agree. Unless, I like, they get Cade Cunningham. And he just, yeah. I don't know if it makes sense for them necessarily because they're going to be rebuilding for a while. They need. Right. You know, he's a guy like you want to get to the playoffs now with right. you know, marginal talent. And he's throwing yeah. the coach. Right. But, right. Um, South Carolina women's coach Don Staley, Spurs assistant coach Becky Hammond, Spurs vice president. Brent Barry, Chauncey Billups, and Mike D'Antoni are to top the Portland Trailblazers list. Brent Barry, candidates. Brent Barry, has, has a team ever like gone to a VP of another team? Like, hey, can be my coach? Yeah. What I don't understand is do? though, like, why would he leave a, a vice president job to be our coach? Olshi though has flat out said that he keeps his stuff behind closed doors, that he keeps it closed, to, and then we hear all these lists. Where are these lists coming from? All she says, he doesn't share this stuff. But he had to share because he it got shared with Jody Allen. It got shared with other, you know, with Vulcan, with other people in the office, the front office, so that they could dwindle it down and they could get down to, you know, seven, eight candidates, the top candidates, the cream of the crop. I just feel like all of a sudden, I just feel like all of a sudden we're going to get somebody who wasn't even mentioned. Well, I mean, we already have. I mean, Don Staley hasn't been mentioned and all of a sudden she's on the list, you know. Right. Out of the blue, we haven't heard from her, and then you know Becky Hammond wasn't on the list. Like you know, what's the name of? Was on the list. What's what's the name of the woman who they have in charge of our strategy? I should know that. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we should know who's in charge of strategy on our team, dude. I know. know. Yeah, we're looking at strategy. Uh, hold on. Oh, what is that? WNBA's Jones joins NBA Blazers. Uh, A-S-J-H-A. Asha? Asha? I don't know how to say her name. Asha. Asha. Asha Jones, an Olympic and women's NBA champion player, will join the NBA's Portland Trailblazers as director of basketball strategy. Well, so far, the strategy is fire stats. So we'll see where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what do you think about somebody? What do you think about Brent Barry? Do you think he'd be a good coach? Brent Barry? I don't know. Has he coached I before? I don't think so. He's just been in the front office, right? He hasn't coached. Yeah, he's done a lot of media stuff. He was a, a regular guest. You remember the TV show, The Starters? Those guys, they call themselves No Dunks now. They were a podcast. Was, you know what I'm right. talking about? The TV show on NBA TV called The Starters. Starters, what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes. They would have for their first season or two, they had uh, Brent Barry on like once a week. His nickname was Bones. So they called it the Bones Zone. Oh, okay. And uh, oh, here we are with the Bones Zone. And he would come on and he would, you know, offer his takes on what's going on in the NBA and seemed like a smart guy. You know, and he does have connections to the Northwest. He played for Seattle. So, He's a dunk contest winner, so he can relate to Simons, relate to Derek Dunsu. We'd have another dunk contest winner on, on board. He was a beaver, right? Was yes. Yeah, yes, so, he was. Yeah. So he, Oregon, that's, Oregon that's, ties. Oregon in the Northwest. So Oregon ties, yes. I mean, there's that. And then, you know, Don Staley, uh, you know, former WBA player, played for the, the Charlotte Sting, um, played for San Antonio, I believe. He's been coaching for like 20 years in the NCAA. He has like a 503-173 record, an amazing record. She's been to the Final Four three times. She's won a championship with her team. She's uh, coached her team twice to uh, uh, 
spotless records, no losses twice in two seasons. Wow. Season. So uh, she's a, she's a an amazing coach. I don't know how that, uh, you know, her coaching in the NCAA will translate to the NBA. The NBA doesn't always translate. It could though. Um, seems like she's got a pretty good head on her shoulders. Seems like she's a pretty good coach. Um, I'd be pretty happy about her being the next coach. Uh, Becky Hammond though. I'm very excited to have her on the list. Um, she's been under Popovich for many years. Yep. Um, she's just a, a basketball genius. And, uh, you know, she has just immediately a lot of respect from all of the players. And uh, I think she would be a terrific coach here. Chauncey Bilk, of course, the players love him. Damian Lord has asked for him personally. I think he would be a good coach. Mike D'Antoni, I don't like I don't like I know. Isn't the goal defense? Defense. We'd have to bring in like a defensive specialist, assistant coach. He would. Could we unlock? Could we unlock our offense anymore? It's just yes. You can be like Kerry Stotts, but we're going to be shooting like twenty more threes a game than we already are. That's not what we need, man. They did have. He did have one really good defensive year with the Rockets, where they played really good defense. Yeah, but I think. But they they were. It was a different. It was different pieces than we have. Yes. It was just a different. Yeah, and we needed a, a defensive-minded coach to come in here. Um, I think any of the other, other people on the list could be that. I mean, I don't know about Burn Barry. Chauncey uh, so I mean, he, you know, he is the point guard for one of the best defensive teams the NBA has seen in the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. You know, with Ben Wallace. Yeah. You know, and Rasheed Wallace, Tayshawn Prince, Richard Hamilton. So, um and Richard Hamilton's already felt like the Blazers need to hire Chauncey Bills as their next coach. <laughs> um, they should have Carmelo. Carmelo, how about Carmelo retires and becomes coach? Becomes the coach. <laughs> he can teach. He, he, he can teach defense. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, what you looking at? Oh, looking up at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> the suggestion that Carmelo Anthony could teach the Blazers defense. Um, yeah. Right, How about Rasheed Wallace? Let's get to, let's get exciting here. How he about is, Rasheed Wallace? He's coaching. No, he's coaching. Uh, he's already a high school team. Head, yeah, high school team. He's and he doesn't want to. Why does he come coach our team? He'll teach defense, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll teach us how to. to Talk to the refs too. Yeah. He'll teach defense. <laughs> set the record for most technicals by a coach. And, and Jason Kidd, of course, removed his name from consideration. Juwan Howard removed his name from consideration. Well, why'd he do that? Uh, he's because he's he's still coaching the Wolverines. He does not want to come back to the NBA. Got he's it. not interested in coaching in, for any, any NBA team. Got it. You know, I think there's other teams besides the Blazers that contact him. Like, no, I'm good. I want to stay here. I'm happy where I'm at. How about Brandon Roy? Maybe Roy, right? Was he still teaching high school? Or he was coaching high school. He was at is one he? point. Oh, is he not now? Okay. I don't know. He's available. How about both of them? How about Rashid? Right? How about Rashid and Brandon Roy, co-coaches, co-head coach? Head coaches? <laughs> or we can sign one of the other people the other people on the list, and then they can be assistant coaches. We can just fill the bench with former Trailblazers. For, former Trailblazers. Scotty Pippen? Scotty Pippen, yes. <laughs> Scotty Pippen, head coach. He knows how to play defense. <laughs> He's played for the best coach ever. Right? Yeah. Told you you know, come in and te- teach us the triangle, teach us the defense, turn us into a defensive machine. 
Oh I mean, if you're if we're looking for players, you know, and they're talking about people like Billups, why not Scotty Pippen? Right. Sam Cassell. He's won titles. He's a point guard. Yes. He's, he's, he's what? Is he an assistant with the Clippers? He's an assistant with, is it the Clippers? I don't think it's or... Is it the Sixers? The Sixers, the Sixers yeah. Because he was he was with the Clippers with Doc Rivers, and I then think. he and then he went with Doc Rivers to fill. Yeah, I think he was with Doc Rivers in Boston too. I, I think he's so. like followed Doc Rivers. Yeah. Following Doc Rivers, wherever Doc yeah. Rivers goes next, that's where he's going. Yeah, go. yeah. Wait, so is Doc Rivers going to be his assistant coach? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Portland to be be his assistant coach. Yeah. Um, as we all know, Nicole Jokic. Uh, was named the NBA MVP for 2021. Yep, and then he got that's thrown out. He got thrown and out. And he got swept in the second round. Oh. Yes. Oh. And thrown out in a must-win game. Yes. Oh that was God. still very much in the balance. And then Will Barton made a run. Yeah. yeah I was like, who on this team is getting I started rooting for Denver there. I was like, come on, Denver, make this, this a game. I was like, come on, make this a game. Hey, Get the fans something to be yeah, excited man. about. Yeah, they came back got close, but they're gone. They're gone. And then uh, there were how many teams are left now? Seven? Seven. Seven, seven teams left. Jeez. Yeah. So Atlanta will be the next to go. Who will be the next to go? Atlanta will be the next to go. You think so? Yes. They're two one right now, right? And the next games, and then they're three one. No, I believe what? Aren't they? What? They two one. Is it still two one? I think it's it's still two one. Um, Let me look. Um, Yeah, I think it's they Atlanta split in Pennsylvania in Philadelphia, and they. uh, Here we go. Yeah, it's two one. Two one. Tomorrow we have two two one games. We've got a Sixers Hawks. At four thirty, Sixers lead two to one. And Jazz Clippers. And then at seven, we have Jazz Clippers. Jazz lead the series two Man, to one. Man, Suns are going to get quite the rest. They got a well to win. They got at least a couple games. Yeah, they do. For the you know Utah, it'll probably go seven. Although, what's going on with uh, uh, maybe I, I think, news? What's going on with Donovan Mitchell? He's okay. He's fine. He's okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He hurt his ankle, but they, they just kept him out because the game was out of reach. Okay. He's he's okay. All right. Um. Yeah, he's you don't coming. think that series will go long? I that series will go long. Yes. Yeah. That that will probably go to seven games. I'm certain. I'll be rooting for. I guess the only team left in the playoffs that I can really like root for is the Hawks and the Bucks too. I'm going for the Bucks and the Suns, man. Bucks and the Suns. Bucks and the Suns. I'm definitely rooting for the Bucks because they're the playing Suns. the Nets. I mean, I'm happy for the Suns. I mean, it's weirding me out. I mean, the Suns in the Western Conference Finals. What? But someone made a really good point online. I read that the Brooklyn Nets are like a game of whack-a-mole. It's like you get one player back, another player goes down. You get another player back, another player goes down. Yes. And that's what it's been. They just got Jeff Green back. Now they lose Kyrie Irving. They had yeah. lost James, you know, James Harden. It's yeah. now we get to find out what Kevin Durant's all about, right? Oh, we know what Kevin Durant's all about. Or someone said, not about, not someone, po- someone pointed out <laughs> middle of the game online. I saw someone say, I think it was on Twitter, maybe. And someone said that KD is now playing uh, with the worst second best player he's ever played with. 
and that player is five-time All-Star Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. <laughs> yeah, because he always had like Harden or uh, or right. Westbrook, Westbrook, and he had Curry, Curry and right, Clay Thompson, right, 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 right. right. So he's always had like this awesome second-best player, and now his second-best player is just five, six-time All-Star Blake Griffin. So no needs. Yes. And meanwhile, who is Dame's second best player is like a CJ McCollum who steps on the line. Dude. On the out of bounds line with the game on the line. That's just unforgivable. Very, yeah, it is, man. Does it, I mean, I'm sure there are KD fans who would tell me other, but has Kevin Durant really ever had a signature moment in his career? I know he's won two titles and won two NBA. Finals MVPs, yeah, but yeah, he's, he's never, never had. Yeah, he's never had. He's yeah, never had like that game-winning shot. He's had a signature moment. Like what? Terrence Achilles. Terrence Achilles. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but he's never had like some amazing game-winning shot or some amazing, you know, six. You know, the kind of stuff that Damian Lillard does all the time. Right. He's never had one of those moments. No, no. he never has, and he'll never win a ring unless he's. On a team with like two other stars, it's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Dante Divincenzo underwent successful surgery Tuesday to repair a torn ligament in his left ankle, uh, and the Bucks are really missing him. Though they're doing better the last couple games, and we'll get to that. Drew yeah. Butler has successfully lobbied for a bill in Connecticut to limit the use of solitary confinement and other means of isolating prisoners. Bill also requires that prisoners get six and a half hours out of their cells. Butler hopes that other states will follow suit. Butler holds this issue close to heart as he spent time in a juvenile prison at the age of 15. He was put in solitary confinement after a fight and had to stay there for two weeks. He was stuck inside a windowless cell with no type of socialization, no books or anything else to pass the time, just four walls and a ceiling for 23 and a half hours a day. He then found basketball in prison. And turn his life around, of course, becoming uh, the NBA player that we know him to be. Wow, yeah. Um, so congrats on getting that done. Yeah. Butler, and uh, we hope that, we do hope that uh, other states take notice and uh, do that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin Booker has won the May NBA Cares Community Assist Award for his continued oh, support of youth and families in the Phoenix area. So lots for Phoenix fans to be excited about. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the NBA find head coach, excuse me, not head coach. The NBA find um, President Pat Riley, he's $25,000 for violating the league's anti tampering rules for his comments about LeBron James during a recent radio interview. He oh, spoke of his hope for LeBron James returning to the Heat, saying oh, he'd wow. leave the key under the doormat if LeBron James said he was coming back, but he said the key wow. is left. And he doubts that LeBron will return. Oh, interesting. That would be something else if he went back to the Heat. That That would be something else. In his family's back to South Beach. (laughs) What's his contract situation? Did he sign like an extension before the season started? He has one more year and then and then a option, I think. Right, but this year he's is not a player option. He's he's, no next. So he has one more season, and then next season after that will be a player option. Got I it. think he wanted to sign on long enough so that he could play with his son in the NBA. Hey, I went to a movie today for the first time in over a year. I went and saw In the Heights, and they had and, and I was realizing not only do I miss movies, but I miss trailers. And I know trailers happen 
on YouTube and you can watch them. But you don't always you you don't know which trailers to go watch. There might be some movie you haven't heard of. Well, this wasn't a movie I haven't heard of, but I did see the theatrical trailer for Space Jam. Sweet, (laughs) LeBron James, and that movie is obviously one hundred percent geared towards children. But my sixty-seven-year-old husband just said he wants to see it. He was like, "We are definitely going to that because he was born in Akron, same place as LeBron." And he's a big LeBron fan. Yeah. And he said after watching that silly trailer that he wants to see it. And speaking of Space Jam, LeBron James will change his jersey number to number oh, six yeah. next season from number two. What's that about? Because that's the jersey number he wears in the movie Space Jam. Well, I'm doing air quotes, a new legacy. Oh, I guess he's tired God. of living in the shadow of Michael Jordan. Wearing Jordan's number, he needs to wear his own number. Finally, he's well, Someone should tell him that's Bill Russell's number, and Bill Russell won 11 championships. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, someone needs to tweet that to him right away. If you're listening, yeah. tweet it to him. It's Bill Russell, because I remember him saying when he first switched to number six, when he left Cleveland the first time and went to Miami, right, he sure. said, I'm changing, you know, I'm going to show respect for Michael Jordan. He was a pioneer of the game. I'm going to wear six. And it's like, wait, Bill Russell wore six. Yeah, he was a pioneer. He was a pioneer before Jordan was. Exactly, he was a real pioneer. Real yeah, pioneer. yeah. I know. It didn't show much uh, sense of history when he picked that. He won a lot more championships than Michael Jordan did. Right, more than Jordan and LeBron combined. Combined, I know. <laughs> like all in a row, dude. <laughs> Man, all right. <laughs> uh, the twenty twenty one NBA Summer League will take place between August eighth. August 17th in Las Vegas at the MGM Resorts. And I was thinking about going because I always tell people how great uh, Summer League is in Vegas. But I've decided to go to Vegas because at at work, there's been some woman who works with me who's been slowly but surely planning an anniversary Vegas vacation with her and her husband. And I've been jealous. I've been like, I want to do it. And so I've been like, planning a vegas vacation myself just to copy her i keep telling her i'm copying her she bought tickets to chris angel so i bought two tickets to chris angel and slowly but surely i'm gonna copy her trip but um yeah i decided i didn't want to go for summer league because i'd be too distracted i want to go and watch magician shows and play in some poker tournaments and i invited you i invited you but you said you couldn't come i wish i could go another time another time we'll do it Another time? Yes. All right, all right, all right. Um, Tom Thibodeau has won Coach of the Year Award. A nice parting gift. Seeing it, uh, yes. Hey, why parting gift? Oh, oh, parting gift. Right, right, right. Nice parting gift. He yes. hasn't been fired by the Knicks yet, though, right? No. Yeah. Not that kind of parting gift. Yeah, yeah. He's that's, what so, that's what sucks about these playoffs right now. Not only are there no Blazers, there's no Knicks. There's no Lakers to hate. There's no Celtics who are like always in the mix every year. You know, Marcus Smart diving onto the floor for a lose. There's so much like, who else is not in these playoffs? It's just, oh, no Golden State. Yeah. Um, You know what I mean? No Toronto. It's just this bizarre, like, who are these teams' playoffs? Phoenix wasn't even in the playoffs last year. And now they just swept the second round. Like, what is happening? Yeah, most of the teams are in the playoffs right now have not been this far in the playoffs or through the playoffs in a long time. So it's just 
It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, bizarre. So bizarre. Like the teams that played well in the regular season are actually playing well in the playoffs. All year long, people were like, well, Phoenix and Utah don't really count. Like they're not going to do well in the playoffs. And everybody's like, Lakers, 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 Nuggets, Nuggets. But like, nah, the Suns of the Jazz, they don't matter. Should the Nuggets fire Mike Malone? <clears throat> Michael Malone? Michael Malone. <laughs> Should, they fire him? Should the Blazers fire him? <laughs> Um, yes and no. They should fire him. They should I know fire him. we shouldn't hire him. We shouldn't hire him. No. Yeah, he doesn't do very well in the playoffs. No. What's the situation with Jamal Murray? He's not going to be back next year either, though, is he? Next, he'll probably be big. Maybe Jamal Murray won't be back to like the playoffs, and even then he'll be way playoffs. out of shape. Yeah, towards the playoffs. So they've I lost think, him for think, two playoffs, right? I think so. Maybe, perhaps. That really sucks. Yeah, for them. Well, it'll just be more time for, for uh, MPJ to develop, right? I guess. He Hopefully dunked tonight. Didn't. Yeah, that's about all he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, for all we get in our series, he, I mean, man, we'll talk about... Oh, yeah, it's just... Uh, oh, the NBA uh, has told uh, the Nets that they can no longer use a timer on their Jumbotron during free throw attempts by Giannis... The Nets were using a timer to count the seconds it took for Giannis to take free throws since his routine seems to often go over the 10 seconds allowed by NBA rules. Yes. Most of his free throws when the timer was in use. The NBA, however, fears it will incite fans against opponents. But taking into account recent fan behavior makes sense. Uh, the Nets will no longer be allowed to use the clock on their jumbotron. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh man, what is going on with this playoffs, Eric? My goodness, I don't know. Miss um, Canner's younger brother Amit was robbed while walking in Atlanta with friends. Oh Four men came up to younger Canner and his friends with guns drawn, taking their wallets, jewelry, keys, an iPhone, and a bracelet. The robbery happened in front of a store with a camera, and one of the gunmen wore a ski mask. None of them have so far been caught. Where was There's this? Camera what city Atlanta. was this? Oh, in, in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. So hopefully they catch them and they get their stuff back. I'm glad they're safe. Glad they're okay. Yep. Um, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Meta World Peace tweeted that he thought Damon Lillard should stay in Portland and that some other NBA stars need to go there, come here to Portland and join him. Yes. It's nice. Dang it. You know, my brother's friends with him. I don't know when the last oh. time they've hung out. Yeah, my brother became like friends with him over Twitter and then they like formed a company together and oh. they were like hanging out all the time whenever he was what in LA. What did they, they do? I don't know. They were, they, he had, they, he, my brother had ideas and he had ideas and I don't know what they do, but oh, okay. he had, yeah, I, I don't know if he has money in Keep. The big company my uh, brother runs is called Keep, K E A P. It's, I wear the shorts actually when I play you. It's keep shorts, and the idea is that the 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 pocket goes straight down instead of at an angle. Like most athletic shorts, you sit down and your keys fall out right. of your of your shorts. But this, yeah. they go straight down. the The cut of the pocket is is um, parallel to the belt. Oh, okay. So when you stick your stuff in, it goes straight down, and it never falls out of your shorts when you sit down. So. Um, that's my brother's main company, and I don't know if 
Meta has some money in that company with him. But they had a bunch of ideas. My brother's always a mover and shaker. So, but they hung yeah. out. They they were hanging out a lot uh, several years ago. I, I haven't asked him about metal lately, but um, cool. yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, DeAndre Hunter is out for the playoffs after a new tear was discovered in his right meniscus Wednesday during MRI. Man, he just not stay healthy. He's already injured earlier this season. I think it was also his meniscus. Uh, and uh, so yeah, he's out. No By the way, I have to tell my brother that we just mentioned keep shorts. He should give us money. We just oh, did a commercial. I just did a commercial on our on our commercial. podcast. Yeah, we need money. Email. I'll go, yeah, I'll have to text my brother and say, uh, "This is where <laughs> you uh, Venmo me the money for uh, mentioning you on our uh, podcast." Uh, the Knicks have said they're interested in trading for John Wall with the Rockets. The Knicks, interesting. John Wall, John Wall. Like R.J. Barrett's just not working out for them. Um, interesting. You know, Rose doesn't get any younger. They need so they need another point guard. Starting point guard of the Knicks, John Wall. Yeah. That's interesting. Go with Randall, Julius Randall, and John Wall. I guess so. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. My excitement about the Knicks obviously is a lot lower than it was. I mean, they just got punked by the Hawks. They did. I was so excited about their season. And, then the one and all the fa- all the fans coming to the games. Man, they only know. won. They, they only won one game. Yeah, Ugh, that's terrible. Yeah. yeah, they lost four to one. Yeah, I can only imagine like for the Knicks what those games must have meant for them compared to our game. You know, for the Blazers, meant Brett because we're in the playoffs every year. Right, like, they have had to go so many years. They finally made it back, and you know, that's like. And they didn't just make it back; they made it back as a four seed. As a four seed, I know, like out of nowhere, no one expected it. You know, kind of like the Suns, you know, in the West, and yeah. uh, it's just too bad. I was hoping they would go at least to the second round. Right. We'll, we'll see what they do over the summer, see if they do, do better next year. We should root for Hawks now, though. They're like the real underdog. They had a worse record than us. They're done. They're done. <laughs> <laughs> They're done, man. Um, yeah, Atlanta Hawks were just 41 and 31. We were 42 and 30. Uh, Boston General Manager Brad Stevens uh, said he's starting to get permission to interview candidates. The Celtics are interested in uh, Chauncey Billups. The Blazers are trying to get maybe. Darvin Ham, yep. Charles Lee, Jamal Mosley, and Ime Doka. All right. There you go. Uh, Damian Lillard will take part in the 2021 Olympics in Tokyo. Oh, I didn't know this. Officially, he's on Team USA? Yeah, because none of the other stars, like, no one else is going. None of the other stars want to go. Like, so he's in, like, the big headliner. Really? You think? No Curry? I don't think Curry's going. LeBron's not going. LeBron's not going? Nope. Wow. So Dame's going to bring us the gold with some Dame time? Dame time in Tokyo. In is it Tokyo, right? Tokyo, yeah. Dame wow. time. In Olympics, man. I had not I heard about this. Be, yeah, so we have something to watch. Yeah, I'll ta- I never watch Team USA games because they're generally boring. Yeah, strange in a strange times too. Like they play it, you know, it's like really early in the morning or right. something. So yeah, so it's like because the times are different in Tokyo, but yeah, I'm gonna try to watch those games. Um, key dates for the 2020 
excuse me, for the 2021-22 season. Uh, training camps will start on September 28th. The season will begin on October the 19th. Uh, the playoffs will begin on April 16th. Finals game one will be on June 2nd. Uh, the end of the finals will, will be June 19th at the latest, and then June 23rd will be the 2022 NBA draft right after the finals. That quick. Is it usually that close? Is the Olympics? Like, no, the, the draft. Is usually oh, I'm like sorry, the draft? After the finals? The draft, I mean, it, back in the old days when we did the 82-game season, the finals were always, yeah, in mid yeah, finals ended in mid June, and the draft is usually like the third week of June. Third, yeah. Okay. Not necessarily. It's three days later. You said. Yeah, it's like three days. If later. there's a game seven, right? If there's a game, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. So I don't expect a sweep in the final. I hope it's not a sweep in the finals. That wouldn't be very fun. But where did you see? I'm looking at. Where did you see that Lillard's officially on Team USA? Uh, he was. There was an article. He was talking about he wanted to do it. And he was going to do it. Nice. Yeah. Very happy about that. What about uh, CJ McCollum? No, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about what he's doing or not. Well, we uh, just send our whole team. Tell everybody we got this. Yeah, just do the Blazers. Yeah. <laughs> we, got <laughs> we got this. We got it. We got we it. Got it. Got we got, it. We got, a, we got Olympic Mellow. Yeah. We got we Olympic practice, Mellow. Right? Yeah, we got to yeah, practice. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. We're good. Stay <laughs> home. Stay home. Yes, Nurkic is going to play for us too. He's going to play for Team USA. <laughs> <laughs> Cantor too. Nothing easy. <laughs> nothing easy. We had a nothing easy moment since I last saw you. We had a, a, a game go to seven games. Yes. We haven't talked since then, right? Since Clippers, did we talk before or after Clippers maps? Oh, we, we talked, talked after. after. We talked after, after right? Yes. Yeah. But we didn't, get to to do a, we didn't get to do we didn't get to do nothing easy, yeah, because we didn't know it was coming. I'm out. sure we're going to have another game seven, and we got to make sure to do that. So yeah, yeah. Um, a former NBA player, Lamar Odom, beat Aaron Carter in a celebrity boxing match on Friday. Odom TKO'd Carter in the second round. Odom is six ten, but Carter is six feet tall. So it says he looked like a little kid in the ring with Lamar Odom. Yeah. Uh, Odom says he would next like to face Jake Paul to avenge a loss. A fellow ex NBA player, Nate Robinson. Oh. Nate a match a while back. So that would be interesting. I don't know if I'm sure Jake Paul would do it. But, and I'm sure he would stand a better chance than Aaron Carter did. It was pretty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're doing it for the money. Doing it for the money. Yeah. They're doing it for the money. Yeah. Uh, in the third quarter of Game Three of the Bucks Nets series, Kevin Durant's bodyguard came. I saw this and shoved PJ Tucker. After Tucker and Durant got into it, the NBA has announced the bodyguard is banned for the rest of the series from games in Milwaukee and will not be allowed courtside in games taking place in Brooklyn. That is hilarious. Katie has to go without his bodyguard now. <laughs> yeah, he has to have his bodyguard come on the court and handle gonna- it. Situations for him. Who's going to protect KD now? Oh my! God. <laughs> Is he going to hire a new bodyguard to sit in the same seat? I'm sure he will. No one, Kevin Durant. <laughs> that is, that's a sad that he has to have a bodyguard come out on the court and protect him during it. 
Scuffle hilarious. Come on, hilarious. Dude. Come on. How, no. weak, how weak are you, dude? Come on. It's true. Oh, that's just hilarious. <laughs> and that's the end of our podcast. Just that's kidding. Of, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, except that Serge Ibaka underwent season ending back surgery, and he'll be out. Yeah, I heard that. The Ibaka has been out for the playoffs uh, so far, and he missed 30 regular season games due to his back. So. He was it, supposed to be their big addition. He's supposed to be. And maybe he'll be next season. I don't know. But they're going to have to figure out how to do things. Without him. And they figured it out in the first round. So we'll see if they can come back against the Jazz or down one-two against the Jazz. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, just before game three of the Bucks nets a better put up $150,000 that the Nets would win the series. And then the Bucks won that game. So, And then wow. the next one. So he, he, I'm, I'm guessing he's getting... Uh, be nervous. Uh, Kobe White will be out four months after sustaining an injury to his shoulder, taking part in basketball activities outside of the team. Maybe he's playing some street ball or something and hurt his shoulder and uh, needs to get surgery in a couple of months. Uh, Timberwolves player Malik Beasley has written to fans from jail saying the experience is helping him become his best self and that he's remorseful for the actions of Brillair. He writes, Dear friends, family, and fans, What's up, guys? I just want to say a few words. I'm doing better. I'm closer to God, closer to my family, and most importantly, finding myself. Not slipping at home has been tough, but it's only temporary. I'm still working hard every day on and off the court to be the best version of me. I want people to learn from me because it's going to be one hell of a story. The last year is just a chapter, and I hope you stay tuned until the end. 30 for 30, get the crew ready, laugh out loud. I'm reachable if you hit my business partner, Kristen Dawkins, or if you really want to reach me, send a letter or book to my Wright County J under my name, and I'll do my best to respond to everyone. I'm not looking for sympathy or anything like that. Just understand I can easily fold, and I won't. Those who care, I love y'all, and will return the favor, and I promise, just be patient. Sending love and peace to everyone. Have a blessed weekend. That's nice. That's nice. Good to see he's doing well in there. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm LeBron James Jr., Got his first Sports Illustrated cover a year younger than his father did. Ron James Sr. appeared on the cover of Sports Illustrated at the age of 17. Junior has done so at the age of 16. Take that, Dad. That's crazy. I My didn't goodness. see that. I'm looking that up right now. I want to see that. Is he that good? I guess so. But he's on there with a group of his teammates, so he's on there himself. Like, like father, like son. LeBron mm-hmm. James. Hypes up his son, yeah. Bronny James, after he makes Sports Illustrated cover at age 16. I want to see if there's a copy of... Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah, he is with a bunch of other people. Uh, yeah, LeBron was on it, just him, and it said the chosen one. This one says... They're all sitting around playing video games. So it's like six guys, and they're playing video games. So, yeah, he's on the cover, but he's not holding a basketball, dunking it or anything while on the cover. Is he on specifically for basketball, or is he like an e-athlete? Oh, here we go. Brian James, who made an uproar when he signed with the FaZe clan, made the cover. What is FaZe? It must be a a gamer. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I'm looking it up. FaZe. What is phased? I'm looking this up. 
straight up learn the FaZe Clan amidst NBA plans. Is that a yes? LeBron James also announced that he will be signing with the 22-time esports champions FaZe Clan. Yeah, so he's on there for playing video games. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. So, okay. I guess that's cool. But he's on there, right? I mean, does it count? It's not, I don't know. That's, he's uh, on the cover. On the cover. It's not about him no. playing basketball. Yeah. No, the 15 year old gained notoriety, notoriety for streaming himself playing NBA 2K on the streaming platform Twitch. This garnered attention from pro esports organizations, prompting them to sign Bronny. Bronny's streams usually end. Bronny's streams usually end in hilarity as his Twitch subs donate money and attach controversial yet comedic message to the donations. Bronny was met with countless hateful comments on his Instagram directed towards his decision to join FaZe Clan. Dude, he had a decision. Oh, a the decision, decision 3.0? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my goodness. Uh, Celtics legend Bob Cousy has done a Rocky. He's gotten his own statue. Oh. Cousy was unveiled Friday outside of the DCU Center in Worcester, Massachusetts, his hometown, and the 92 year old former basketball player attended. That's awesome. Yeah, he got a statue, Good man. Good for him. Good for him. Thank you, man. Yep. Uh, Danny Green, who strained his calf in game three of the 76. Yeah, I feel bad about that. Be out two weeks after an MRI confirmed his injury on Saturday. Ouch. That hurts the Sixers. Yeah. Um, you got Seth Curry. I mean. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Danny Green's going to become, has the chance to become, I think, the first player to win three straight titles, all with a different team. Oh, that's crazy. Because he won with the Raptors in 2019, he won with the Lakers in 2020. So if he won with the Sixers, he'd win, be the only person who's won the last three championships. Well, if he wins with the Sixers, the Blazers need to sign him. We need to sign him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We must sign him immediately. Yes, yes keep it going. Uh, Carmelo Anthony is a finalist for the 2021 Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Social Justice Champion Award. Good for him. All day, Tobias Harris, Harrison Barnes, and Juan Toscano Anderson are also finalists. Awesome. Yeah. Great cause. It goes to, uh, of course, a basketball player who best. What's that? Puts forward social justice causes and fights for equity in you know, right. the community. Right. So, um, it's really good to see that. It's an inaugural awards. It's the first year will be given. Yes. So whoever gets it, it's, very, it's a very worthy award. So awesome. Yep. Um, all right, that's it for our news on the games and highlights. All right, we come to playoffs. Uh, all right, first, Brooklyn Milwaukee series. Uh, we're gonna go series, we're gonna go series by series. series by series. Yes, okay, got it. Uh, so game two happened Monday, Brooklyn won 125 186 to take a 2 0 lead. No Harden, the Nets blew out the league's best offense from the get go, holding the Bucks 34 points below their season average. And leading as much as 49, the Nets won the game by the largest margin in their franchise playoff history. Durant led the way with 32 points, pressed in the fourth quarter, Irving 22 points, and Bruce Brown, who played in the place of Harden, had 13 points and six boards. The Nets shot 50% in three, 21 of 42. 
just 18 points with 11 rebounds for Giannis. We the Bucks, 17 for Milton, 13 for Holiday, and 10 apiece for Lopez and Forbes. Then Thursday, game three, Milwaukee staves off an 03 deficit, winning 86 yep. 83. Yep. By the hair on their chinny chin chin. Well, it was um, uh, Durant. They were tied, and yes. Durant hit a three to put them up 83 80. And then the Bucks responded and they scored six straight points to end the game. Yes. The go ahead points was a layup. They didn't call timeout. And they got a layup out of um, Drew Holiday. Yes. So he really came to play at a big moment for them. Because now they have all the momentum in the series. But if they had lost that game, it probably would have probably put them in a bad hole. Yeah, no hurt again. Uh, the Empire or <clears throat> the Bucks strike back. Walking, not wanting to go down 0-3, which no team has come back from. Found a way. Find a go-ahead layup from Drew Holiday, like we're saying, with 11 seconds left. But the Bucks up for good, 86-83. Holiday got the ball off the net's miss and saw a mismatch. Uh, and he said he expected that uh, the Nets thought he was going to call a timeout. And so he yep, ran. So he just went for it. He just went for it. Can you imagine if he missed it. that? And he saved his team. Durant had a chance to win it with a three on the other yeah. end, but he missed. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Durant, when he missed that shot, I was like, Durant doesn't have any of that. He no, doesn't have good. that, like, not even in the regular season. No. I mean, I guess I could, go, not to a YouTube. Player, dude. I could go to YouTube. I guess I could look up game, Kevin Durant game winners. Have there been a lot? Uh, not he's, not, my... he's not clutch, man. He's not clutch. Remember when he uh, they had the headline in Oklahoma City, Mr. Unreliable? Yes. I'm looking up Kevin Durant game winners. Bouncing game winner in playoffs against Dallas. Seattle Supersonics buzzer beater in double overtime. Fadeaway buzzer beater to stun the Knicks. Go ahead, basket against the Grizzlies in the playoffs. Game winner against the whole Hawks team. Two of 11. I don't know. Um, I don't think of him as having lots of big. Uh, here we go. Here's all time leaders in game winning buzzer beaters. Oh, this is interesting. I mean, this, this article was written in February of last year, but um, it says four career buzzer beaters, uh, Carl Braun, Cliff Hagen, Jerry West, and uh, Greg Ballard, and then Larry Bird only has four. Um, Bill Lambeer, I guess, has four. John Stockton, um, Chuck Person, buzzer beaters on a player's single attempt, like the only buzzer beater they've ever taken, and they made it. Mel Palacio, Chuck Person, Ed Neely, and Barry Clemens. Um, Jerry Stackhouse is the only player to hit buzzer beaters for four different teams. Mo Williams, the most notable thing about Mo Williams, buzzer beaters, is their distance. Three of the four were three-pointers, while the other was a 15-footer. Monty Ellis, Rudy Gay, that's four buzzer beaters. Now, five career buzzer beaters is Kevin Garnett, the only player 6'10 or taller in NBA history to make at least five buzzer beaters. Vince Carter, uh, most three-point buzzer beaters in NBA history, 
is Vince Carter with five. Gilbert Arenas, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Durant. There you go. Moochie Norris and Mo Williams with three. Um, so there you go. He's had three three-point buzzer beater winners. And Lillard is not there, even though Lillard has two in the playoffs. I don't know if they're he has at least three because he had one against Ryan Anderson and he had the two in the playoffs. Right. He's had lots of other winners, but this is if like it's a winner at the buzzer. I guess Kevin Durant has three, and I'm not paying attention enough. Hmm. Most buzzer beaters from 30 plus feet, Vince Carter, Vince Borila, and Devin Harris. This obviously doesn't include playoffs because this Devin Harris has only done two, and we know that uh, Dame's done two in the playoffs. Um, Did he have another one this year in a game during the regular season? Yeah, against uh, Chicago, right? Yeah, he did. Against Chicago where he hit the three to win yes. it? Yep. That was at the buzzer. Yes, it was. So he's had a bunch. What is going on here? Mm-hmm. Gilbert Arenas. Most points in a game with a buzzer beater. Fred Brown with 58. Gilbert Fred Arenas with 51. Damian Lillard with 50. There he is. And Russell Westbrook with 50. Then Dwayne Wade, Andre Iguodala has five game-winning uh, buzzer beaters. Now, seven career buzzer beaters. Paul Pierce. Um, the most two-point buzzer beaters are Joe Johnson, Michael Jordan, and Paul Pierce with seven. Kobe Bryant and Kevin Garnett and LeBron with five. Uh, then LeBron James. Most postseason buzzer beaters. Here you go. LeBron James has five postseason buzzer beaters. Jordan has three. Lillard has two. Paul Pierce, Jerry West, and Jojo White also have two. Most times with a triple-double and a buzzer beater in the same game, LeBron and Westbrook have done it twice. Then you've got Baylor, Havlicek, Magic, Olajuwon, Andy Phillip. I've never heard of Andy Phillip. And Michael Ray Richardson. Then you got eight career buzzer beaters. Kobe Bryant. Most regular season buzzer beaters. Kobe Bryant with seven, Joe Johnson with seven. Most buzzer beaters made with team trailing. Um, Kobe Bryant, six, Vince Carter, five, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, four. Most unassisted buzzer beaters, Joe Johnson and Michael Jordan. Then we go to nine career buzzer beaters, Michael Jordan. Oh, here we go. Buzzer beaters that ended a playoff series. Lillard's there twice. Uh, The 2014 Western Conference and the 2019 Western Conference. Um, They also say that Derek McKee did it with the Sonics against the Rockets in the first round of the Western Conference. Ralph Sampson did it in the Western Conference Finals. JoJo White did. And Tom Heinsohn. And then, of course, Kawhi Leonard, John Stockton, and two by Michael Jordan. Jordan and Damian Lillard are the only ones to do it twice. Um, and that's it. Michael Jordan's the only player in NBA history with nine career buzzer-beating game winners. Wow. Incredible. Jordan may one day lose this record. LeBron certainly has a chance to catch him. But no other player stood above his contemporaries quite like his Aaroness. In this particular statistic, I spent dozens of hours researching every close game in NBA history. 
and learned what we already knew. MJ is the greatest closer of all time. Ah, uh, game will beat it. I hope so. <laughs> anyway, back to back to Milwaukee. Uh, back to Milwaukee. Three. I just, I had to read a whole article to you guys. Yeah, there you thank go. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, game four, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks won again, 107-96 to tie the series two-two. The series looked like it could be over after two games is now tied. Harry Irving injured his ankle in the second quarter. After going for a layup and landing on Giannis's foot, he left the yes. arena in a walking boot and with crutches. Ouch. Yes. Yeah. What you're saying good. Brooklyn is a uh, uh, whack-a-mole. whack-a-mole. One player goes down, another player comes up. One player goes down, another player comes up. You can't hit them all down. Uh, the Bucks rolled to their second straight win behind 34 points from Giannis to go with 12 rebounds, 19 for Middleton, 14 for Holiday, and 13 and seven for PJ Tucker. Has been pretty quiet this series, other than uh, that. Dust up with the rant in game two. So the Milwaukee need Milwaukee Bucks needed that energy. So yep. Tucker Bucks. We need we need a guy like Tucker, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, Durant had like 28 him. points and 13 rebounds, and Irving had 11 before he left, but no other nets scored in double digits. Not even all-star Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. <laughs> Outside of the big former all-star, Blake Griffin. Outside of the big three, the Nets have a lot of deficiencies, as we've seen. And yep. uh, this could spell their doom in the series. Now that Irving's entered, we'll see what happens. Uh, on to the Phoenix-Denver series. All right. Monday. Sweep! It was game. Uh, the Phoenix Suns won 122-105. Denver led most of the first half. We're up 10 in the beginning of the third. Before the Suns lit it up. And took over leading by nine to start the fourth. They never looked back. Mikel Bridges led the way with 23 points. Chris Paul, who was who injured his shoulder in the first round, took a hit in the same shoulder, and it looked like he might have re-hurt it, but then showed otherwise, finishing with 21 points, 11 assists. Devin Booker, 21 points, and Aiton, a double-double with 20 and 10. 22 points, nine rebounds, three blocks for Jokic, 18 for Gordon, 15 for MPJ, though. Shot only three of eight and three. He struggled that series. Uh, Monty Morris, who destroyed the Blazers, just two points. Austin Rivers, nowhere to be found. Compazzo, nowhere to be found. Yeah. These guys Com- destroyed the Blazers, nowhere to be found. What's going on here? Compazzo played okay tonight, I think. He played and, uh, better tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, game game two, four. Yeah. Game two Wednesday. Uh, Phoenix Suns won again, 123-98. Take a 2-0 series lead. It was a hit and run in game three. The Suns cruised to an easy win over the Nuggets. We had nothing outside of newly announced MVP Nicole Jokic. 18 points and 10 rebounds for Devin Booker. 17 points and 15 assists for Chris Paul with zero turnovers. 16 for Bridges and 15 and 10 for 8 and 24, 13 and 6 for Jokic. Only 11 for Michael Porter Jr. on another bad shooting night. Just 3 of 13 from the field. Ouch. And 2 of 9 from 3. Oh, my goodness. Will Bart returned for his first game of the playoffs. With 10 points and 11 for Millsap. Monty Morris, just three points. No Austin Rivers, no Compazzo. These guys aren't showing up. What happened? They showed up against us, but they didn't show up against the Suns. Compazzo had 14 tonight. I know. Austin Rivers is the reason we lost our series. Yes. And then he didn't, doesn't show up against the Suns. He did it in like two or, two or three of the wins they had against us. He was hitting big threes at the end. That's not fair, man. Who was who was his man? Who was he? Who was supposed to be guarding him? Fire him! 
McCollum. Was it CJ? It was CJ. Oh, CJ. Yeah. What are you doing? I think it was Dame sometimes in CJ, yeah. Oh, my Uh, God. And then game three, Friday, the Phoenix Suns won once again, 116-1-2, beating Nuggets and taking a 3-0 lead. Jokic received his MVP trophy pregame and shared it with his teammates. And uh, he may have looked like the MVP in game three, but the trophy had no effect in inspiring the team around him. Altitude proved no problem for Phoenix, who had their best start of the series, easily beating the Nuggets despite going cold in the second, allowing Denver to get back within 4-59-55. The Nuggets threw away that, mo- that momentum, missing their first six shots to start the third, and the Suns capitalized to go 3-0 and win their sixth straight game. 28 points for Devin Booker, 27 for Chris Paul. He was eight assists, 14 for Crowder, 10-15 for eight. And Jokic, a monster game. 32 points, 20 rebounds, 10 assists, still not enough. And 21 points for Monty Morris off the bench. who finally had a good game in this series. 15 for Porter, who continued to struggle. 14 for Barton in his second game back. Uh, Phoenix, uh, then today, uh, 125-118 to win the series 4-0. The Suns swept the rug out from under the Nuggets' feet and punched a ticket to the Western Conference Finals, where they haven't been since 2010 when they were eliminated by the Lakers six games, and they got there by beating the Blazers in the first round. I know that because I was there for the last game when we were eliminated. That was not fun. And then they beat the Spurs in the second round, and they got to the Western Conference Finals and lost to the Lakers in six. Now they're back there, no Lakers. Perhaps the Clippers, perhaps the Jazz. Uh, MVP Nicole Jokic was ejected in the third quarter after taking a swipe to hit Cameron Payne in the face, followed by a face-to-face with Devin Booker. The Suns, who again had no problem with being at elevation, seemed to be toying with Nuggets like a cat with a mouse. As Denver pulled with five late, but was held off. It was like, you know, when you hold a kid off and put your hand on their forehead and you hold them off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, but you <laughs> yeah, that's what I do to you when we play basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, and that's pretty much what it was like in this Denver Phoenix game today, tonight, this evening. Uh, Chris Paul led the way with 37 points, 7 assists, Booker with 34 of his own, 14 for Bridges, 12 and 7 for 8, and had a late emphatic dunk to keep Denver at bay. Jokers recorded 22 points and 11 rebounds for his jacket. Will Barton led Denver in scoring with 25 points, 20 for MPJ, 19 for Morris off the bench. And the Suns will play the winner of Utah, uh, LAC. And uh, after the game, even though they were in Denver, a lot of the Suns fans stayed. And both Chris Paul and Devin Booker went up into the stands and were hugging fans and shaking fans' hands. It's pretty cool to see. Um, but during the, it was either this game or it was game three. There was actually a fight between Phoenix Sun fan and two Denver fans up in the up in the stands. Oh, I didn't hear about this. Um, yeah, there's a video. It's on the forum. Oh, really? Uh, and around the uh, thread in our in the S2 forum. And uh, that's awesome. Denver Nuggets, yeah, they're like arguing, <laughs> and then the Suns fan turns around, and one of the Nuggets fans like punches them in the back of the head from behind, and the Suns fan just turns around and gives it to him, beats the crap out of them, and it says, wow. and it says, Suns and four, Suns and four. And there's a video of this. There's a video of it. It's on the it's on the forum. Okay, I and gotta look that up. On the NBA thread, so I gotta watch it. Yeah, and he says Suns and four, and he was right. Suns one and four. It's in the it's in the off topic forum. No, it's in the, the Around the NBA thread. Oh, 
I don't know. I think something like that should have its own thread. It should. I should have made its own thread. <laughs> All right, so that's it for that series. Denver is gone. And then there were seven. Uh, now we're in the Philadelphia 76er Atlanta Hawks series. Uh, game two, uh, the Sixers beat the Hawks 118-102 to tie the series 1-1 after the Hawks, of course, took game one. The Sixers avenged their game one loss to Atlanta Hawks and the play with the playoff high. 40 points and 13 rebounds for Joel Embiid. He's playing on a torn right meniscus. My goodness, like that's insane. He's able to. That's Brandon Rogers. It's a bad no. But what's that going to do long term? It's yeah, not good long term. Yeah. I mean, maybe he'll get you to the conference finals, even the championship, but then his knee's going to blow and then he's going to be done. Right. Yeah, I know. Uh, 22 points from Tobias Harris, 21 for Seth Curry. He's been playing amazing. 14 yeah. off the bench for Melton. Only four points for Ben Simmons, though. And he only took three shots and 34 minutes of play. Very strange. That's, yeah. Weird. Uh, 21, I shoot. Yeah. 21 points and 11 assists on the night where he shot six of 16 from the field, one of seven from three. Um, or Trey Young, uh, Gallinari, 21 points off five three-pointers. Turner, 20 points on eight of 10 shooting from the field. On game three on Friday, the Sixers beat the Hawks again, 127-111. Philly leads 2-1. Joel Embiid suffered a lot of spills on the floor in game three. A scary thing for an off-injured big man, especially since he's, like we said, playing on his torn meniscus. He also stepped on John Collins' foot and seemed to hurt his ankle. Jeez. Apparently he's okay. Man, Jeez. Woo! He finished with 27 points, though. Nine rebounds, eight assists. He got a little help from his friends. 22 points for Harris, eight assists, 18 for Simmons, 14 for Frickin' Corkmaz. I love saying his name. Frickin' Corkmaz. Uh, never forgive him for hitting that, that game winning three against us. I never forget. Or never forget. Um, so, yeah, uh, game four will be on Monday. Camary. Uh, we'll see what happens there. And then the Utah Jazz. Los Angeles Clippers series. Game one, Utah Jazz, 112-109. Took a 1-0 series lead. No Mike Connolly. Donovan Mitchell felt ill most of the first half of the game, but scored 32. Yeah. Was 45 points in the second half. To yeah. lead the Jazz over the Clippers. The Jazz were down 14 in the third. But yeah. He had a 21-9 run. Yeah. Take over in the fourth. And the Clippers were within three points, 112-109. When they went to Morris, of all people, to try and tie it with a three, but he was blocked. I go bear. Go bear. Yep, I watched that. And the Jazz were preserved home court advantage. Why are you going to throw the ball? The guy's being defended by the defensive player of the year. Yeah, but should have been Paul George yeah. taking the shot. Paul George had actually, I think Paul George had just hit a clutch three earlier in that game. Yeah, you throw it to Paul George. Why? You do not throw it to, Mike, to Morris for a game winner. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, 18 points apiece for, for Bogdanovich and Clarkson, 16. Excuse me, Clarkson hit six three-pointers. as Mitchell, 23 and seven rebounds for Leonard, 20 and 10 for Paul George, 18 for Luke Kennard off the bench. And then game two, Utah beat the Clippers, 117-111 on Thursday. Jazz had a 2-0 series lead, still no Mike Connolly. But Donovan Mitchell scored 37 points in a dark fight with the Clippers, and the Jazz held the Clippers off, and Utah a second time in a row after forcing nine straight misses in a row down the stretch. Mitchell secured the win with free throws with 12 seconds left after a hard foul from Paul George 
that seemed to leave Mitchell's leg hurt. He made one of two free throws, pushed the lead to eight. George hit a three to bring it back to five, but Gobert split free throws himself and sold the ball off a bad pass from Leonard in Utah. Heads up to LA, 2-0. And then Saturday, uh, the Clippers saved off an 0-3 uh, series deficit, winning 132-106. The Clippers, who struggled to win at home in round one, didn't leave things up for chance in game three of round two versus the Jazz, behind 34 points from Leonard and 30 from George. Only the second playoff game, they both scored 30 together, a piece at least. But two and Jackson, 17 points apiece. The Jazz were without the Jazz. The Jazz were yeah. within like 10, 11 points. Yes. Like even as close as midway of the fourth quarter, and then the Clippers just blew the roof off the building. Yeah. Like all Donovan, of a sudden they were up 28. Yeah, and Donovan Mitchell by 26. And then Donovan, Donovan Mitchell injured his ankle. He left the game. He came back. He's on the bench. He talked to Coach Schneider. Coach Schneider decided to hold him out because yeah. he felt the game was out of reach. Yeah. And we put him in there and risked further injury. But he yeah. says that Donovan Mitchell is fine and he will be ready um, for game five. Good. So, or excuse me, game four. So, um, it'll take place Monday, boy, tomorrow. Game four, yes. Tomorrow. He's fine. Yeah, so he's fine. Game four. Uh, all right, that's it for our games and highlights. Time for Streak Finder. Oh, Streak Finder. Streak Finder. Streak Finder. It's your Streak Finder. It is my Streak Finder. And I was thinking we could do a team Streak Finder, right? Uh, I think you can, yeah. Let's go find it here. That's something we haven't done a whole lot of. We are heading to Team Streak Finder then. Here we go. Team Streak Finder. All right. This is our first Team Streak Finder ever. Um, Do you need the streak to be currently active? No. No. Any season? Yes. Sure. Yeah, any season. Um. Streak one loss events such as in consecutive games or with a win or with a loss. No. What's your streak stack event? Like points, rebounds, percentage? Percentage. No. So uh and again the other day, I forget it was, but they shot about 50% from both the field, the field and from three. You want, want to, to do what, that? Uh, streak is for shooting 50% from both the field and from three. Okay. See if it's been done more than one more than once in a row by a team and how many times. Okay. Get results. There we go. All right, we've got it. Um, nice. One team has done it five games in a row. And they did it in 1994. Rockets? That was actually a good team. They started the season really slow and then they turned it on. And uh, they actually they went from 16 and 23 in the regular season all the way to a 3 2 lead in the conference finals that year. The Pacers, the Reggie Miller Indiana Pacers, had five games in a row at the end of that season. Amazing. The, then there are three teams that have done it four times in a row. One in 1988, one in 1987, and one in 2018. Want to guess those three teams? Wait, so 2018 and what's the other, other year? 87 and 88. 87, 88? Now, one, is, one was done in 1988. I'll give that to you. The Hawks. The Hawks. In 1988 did it. St. Louis. And most recently... Uh, 
The Jazz did it four times in a row in 2018. Okay, wow. But can you guess which team did it four times in a row in 1987? It was kind of a shock to me. A shock? I had no idea. I had no idea we were that good. It was the Blazers. Were we like fierce shooting team in 1987? Really Apparently. Amazing. That's when we had. Uh... <laughs> when we had Sam Bowie. Yeah, Sam Bowie and we had Drexler. Oh, Drexler. Oh, yeah, yeah. After team. that, there's a ton of teams that have done it three times in a row. Um the Cavs have done it a lot. The Celtics, the Rockets, the Pacers. Um, well, we were the first, right? We did it. The Blazers have done it another time in 1987 and another time in 86. Um, yes, we were the first team to do it first team. four times. You're right. We Nine the, years, man. Nine years. We were, the, we were the four. And then Atlanta and Utah and Indiana caught up to us. But we were the first team to do it four games finally, in a row. Finally, a streak finder where the Blazers are at the top of the list. Yes. I <laughs> want to, well, kind of, number two to Indiana. Um, I want to know who was on that team. So I'm going to look up the box score here. Okay. Who was on this team for the Blazers? Okay, the first game of the streak, we won against the Clippers by 11. Um, our team had. Clyde Drexler with 21 points, 10 assists. Kiki Vanderway with 30 points. Terry Porter with 21. Caldwell Jones with 7. And Steve Johnson with 12. Jerome Kersey came off the bench with 21 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, and 3 blocks. Jim Paxson at 13. Kevin Duckworth off the bench at 7. Michael Holton played in the game but didn't score. Ron Rowan had 2 points. And Joe Binion. Had zero points. Um, and then the Clippers were Mike Woodson, Michael Cage, Rory White, Darnell Valentine, Benoit Benjamin. Um, the shooting, which you must be wondering about because that's why they made this. <laughs> so they have to be 50% shooting and from the field and 50 from three, right? Yes. The Blazers were 50% from three. You know why? Why is that? They shot one of two. <laughs> oh, Michael man. Halton missed a three Thank you, and, Jim, and Jim Paxson made a three and that was it that's incredible I want to look up and see if we made it let's see the rest of the streak um, I hope we made more than that <laughs> that's true oh my gosh and uh, so we did the next game the second to last game we won was against uh or the second game, actually, was against the Golden State Warriors with Sleepy Floyd, uh, Chris Mullen. Um, we shot two of four from the three-point line. Terry Porter and Vanderway each hit one. Vanderway missed one, and Jim Paxson missed one. Our uh, top score in that game, again, was Kiki Vanderway. And the third game in that streak... Or no, actually, it is third to last, um, or second game in that streak. Um, we shot three of three from three point land. Kiki oh. Vanderway was two of two, and Michael Holton was one for one. And then 
The first game of the streak was against the Rockets. We beat them by 26. And our three-point shooting was one of one. Michael Holton shot the three and made it. Can you believe that? Can you imagine an NBA basketball team playing today and only shooting one three? I, can, I cannot imagine that, no. One three. And it's not like we didn't score. They scored 119 points. So you can't say you can't score. Right. <laughs> the Blazers still found ways to score. Drexler had 24. Porter had 12. Kiki Manway had 23. Steve Johnson had 19. Duckworth, 13. Jerome Kersey. We scored points. We just didn't shoot the three. Michael Holton shot the one three. So that's how you make a streak like that. You just don't shoot many threes at all. There you go. Yep. All right, we have listener questions. Uh, the first one is from Ahmed. He asked, what free agent acquisitions should the Blazers pursue this summer? I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we need to make trades for star players. Right. What are the free agents that are available? 2021 NBA free agents. I know, isn't uh, DeMar DeRozan available? Mars. Well, I don't think I really need him on our team. Kawhi Leonard is. I'd take him. We would have to like make a bunch of trades to make it. He has a thirty-four million dollar uh, uh, player option. I think. Right. See, Mike Mike Conley is a, is apparently a. Uh, am I looking at this correctly? Well, we need to be realistic. We need to get defensive line. We need to get, like, Kyle Lowry. We need to get Demar Derozan, Otto Porter Jr. Otto Porter Jr. Yeah, Kelly Olnick, um, Victor Oladipo, Gordon Dragic, Tim Hardaway Jr. Dragic would be nice. Tim Hardaway Jr. He could be or good. Get the free agent. Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, he'll probably resign. Evan Fournier. Dennis Schroeder. Get Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, Fournier. Danny There's Green. a lot of guys out there to go after, and the Blazers said they're going to be going after so many big name guys. Danny Green. Danny Green. You've got to get on, especially if they win, they have to go after Danny Green. Andre Iguodala, Kelly Oubre Jr., James Johnson, Cody Zeller, Will Barton. How about Will, Will the Thrill? Will the Thrill. Yeah. Can't be happy with that sweep in Denver, right? Come back home to New Orleans. JJ Redick. You Redick. Justice Winslow, Kelly Olenek. I'd take Kelly Olenek. Kelly Olenek, yeah. I would take him in a heartbeat. Me too. Uh, trade trade Nurkic or Cantor, or both, and bring in Olenek to be our starting center. He was playing really well for, uh, for the Rockets those last few games. The last few weeks, really. Trevor Ariza, Patty Mills. Patty Mills. Yes. Tony Snell, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dante Exum, Josh Richardson, Norman Powell, Paul Millsap, Serge Ibaka, Derek Jones Jr., Montrez Harrell, Lonzo Ball. That could be interesting. Lou Williams, Cristiano Felicio, PJ Tucker, Derek Rose. Do we want Derek Rose? Yeah. PJ Tucker. To Michael Green, Doug McDermott, Robin Lopez. How about Robin Lopez? Bring him back. Bring him back. They should bring back Lopez and Patty Mills. Ish, Ish Smith. 
Bielitsa, Alec Burks, oh, Bielitsa, yeah. Avery Bradley, Trey Lyles, Lori Markinen, Chris Dunn, Daniel Tice, guys out there, we can get Nerlens Noel, Ed Davis, Ennis Cantor, Mike Scott, Rashawn Holmes, Kevon Looney, Frank Paminski, Garrett Temple, Alfred Payton, Nilakina, Denzel Valentine, Dennis Smith Jr., Zach Collins. Uh, yeah, are we going to re sign Zach Collins? I assume we are. Uh, we're going to offer him. Uh, uh, yeah, we're going to resign him. He's Mo Harkless. Well, Mo Harkless. How about Mo Harkless? Yeah. Wesley Matthews. Is it Menu a free agent? What? Is, is, is a Menu a free agent? Amino? Yeah. I don't think he is. Carmelo Anthony? Yeah, we know. John Collins? Hey, Alex Caruso. I'd take him on our team. Awesome. That guy's yeah. good. Yeah, we are. Wayne Ellington, Jeff Green, Jared Dudley, Nicholas Batum, Haslam, Dwight Howard, Jared Allen. Jared Allen's good. Bryn Forbes, he's good. Yeah, there's some good players here. Who do I think we should go after? I don't know. Austin Rivers, Raul Neto. Oh, my gosh. There's just an unlimited amount of players. Blake Griffin. Austin Rivers is only good against us. Devontae Graham. Andre Drummond. Ben McLemore, Kem Birch, Demarcus Cousins, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Uh, it's this is a long, long list. I'd have to go through and take a long look at it to answer that question. But I don't know. I just want a winning team. Yes, uh, the answer. I don't is care. Some, uh, I don't care about role players right now. Players, role, I don't care. Role players I, that can. I don't care about role players yes. right now, though. I care about stars. We need another star. But when you know the star, and then we need defensive role players. Right. Next championship team. Guys that, that want to come in, they're hungry, they want to win, have a yep. winning attitude. Yep. You know. Yep. There aren't, you know, aren't type of guys that, oh, they got paid, they don't want to play now. They don't care. Right. What's the next question? Uh, thanks, Tom. The next question is from Riverman. He says, if we hire a woman coach and make history, would you prefer uh, Becky Hammond or Don Staley? I don't know. What do you think? Um, I would be happy with either of them. I mean, I, I think I would prefer Becky Hammond. I just think she's because she's worked with pop. amazing uh, basketball mind. She's worked with Pop. Um, she's been coaching under him for years. So Don Staley, an amazing coach in, in NCAA. Like I said, she has like a five hundred and thirty to one hundred and seventy three record. You know, she's coached her team to championships, the Final Fours. Uh, she ever coached a professional team though? On she's any never level? Coached a professional team any level. On any level. She's been on the WNBA, but she's never coached as a player, but she's never coached. So um there is that. And that's probably why I would pick uh, Becky Hammond. But like I said, I think either would be a good fit here. The Becky Hammond would be my choice over the two, I think. Um, all right. Thank you, Riverman. Next question is from Paul. Yes. Uh what does a nuggets getting swept in the second round say about the Blazers? Think, says that we were very disorganized and mismanaged and uh, should have absolutely won the series with the Nuggets. We won game one. So in game one, we showed we were the better team and we should have been able to adjust along the way and make sure that we disposed them in four or five games. Right. We shouldn't have allowed Denver to throw counter punches at us without putting them away. Yeah. 
should have done no more in the five game series. We should have won that series. Yeah. Uh, it just showed it, you know, we just didn't play enough defense on the perimeter, especially. Right. Threes, um, getting too many open threes, too many good shots. Uh, yeah. yeah. Guys, just not like CJ, just not showing up. Uh, yeah. I'll forever yeah. remember CJ stepping out of bounds. Yeah, me too. I thought he was going to hit a three there and tie the game. Tie the game, and then he split. Send it to triple overtime. He had to do his cool move and. No. Out of bounds. And he wasn't even kind of out of bounds. He was very way out of bounds. It was way out of bounds. Yeah. There was, <laughs> yeah. Not like there was, was no way, there was no way that ref could have looked the other way on that one. He was like, it was a total fail. It was like 10 feet out of bounds, dude. Yeah. On, it was total fail. Total. It's like Jared Jacket level fail. Jared Jack level fail. It says Martel Webster. Need to make some changes this summer, is what it says, and come back next year and not make the same mistakes. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you, Paul. Next uh, is from Cash, who asks, what are the odds CJ and Nurk are both traded this offseason? Um, I think the odds are uh, better than they were a year ago. True. <laughs> I'd say they're under 50% because it's hard you to move so? players. It's hard to move players and get value. You're only going to move them if they get value in return. Uh, and if they're moves that Dame supports. So I don't know. You think there's if more we of a just, chance we move Nurkic or more of a chance we move CJ? Uh, oh, more of a chance we move CJ if we can sign Norm Powell. Right. Because don't we have to, I mean, to be able to afford to sign Norm Powell, don't we have to trade CJ? Do we? I mean, I mean we're going to be going over no matter what. We're gonna be going right. Over. Right, respecting that, you know, they can't stayed in there last year. So if we, they go over this year, so they wouldn't be repeaters. So they're right. prepared to go over this year. They're going to go over this year. So right, we could, we could, but right, you have to ask yourself why are we spending the most money in the entire league for a team that can't win the first round? Exactly. I mean, we can't bring back the same roster team. We I mean we have to have some kind of upgrades. You know, I was discussing Zach Collins. In, a lack of impact being not able to play. And yeah. I started looking up some old stats and I was surprised at how, how good he was for us two years ago. Yeah. In the, I looked up the game six since we lost in game six. I looked up the game six against Denver in two years ago. He had like 14 points, four rebounds and five blocks. We could have used that this year. Right. You know, we're putting in Rondé Hollis Jefferson those minutes could have gone to Zach Collins. Yeah, I know. And I think that's next year we're going to have Zach Collins, and that's why Melo will not be rearing. Do you think so. Melo will retire? Well, he'll retire or he'll be a free agent because I don't think he's going to be resigning. I don't think the Blazers are going to resign him. We need. No. Are we going to not resign uh, Ennis Cantor either? I don't know about his Cantor, but I. I Mellow because both because Zach's coming back and we need those to give little minutes. So I don't think we should now. sign Mellow or Cantor. Yeah, I don't know about Cantor, man. It depends on. I mean, I think we can get somebody better like Kelly Olnick. Yeah. You know, defense. You know. Yeah. Better on both ends of the floor. I think he'd be yeah. better for us than Cantor. 
I mean, I love Canner. I mean, you got us to the Western Conference Finals a couple years ago. But I mean, do we have a second round pick? I don't think we do. No, I don't think we have any picks this, this draft. No, we might. Who knows? We might buy in or something, or we might do a trade where we get a pick. You know, during the draft or something. I don't know. What you know? She has up to sleep. No one ever knows. Yeah. Until it happens. But, until it happens. Uh, who knows? Yeah. But at this moment, we don't have the picks. All right. And the last question is uh, Who are you guys rooting for now that the Blazers are out? The Hawks and the Bucks uh, and the Jazz. I'm rooting against, um, completely against the Clippers and the Nets. So that's why I'm definitely a Hawks and a Jazz fan. I mean, a Clip. Uh, Bucks and a Jazz fan. Um, I like Philadelphia, but I'll root for Atlanta to at least make it a good series. So I don't know. I don't have any one team which I'm just zeroed in on. I yeah, just want to see. I want to see exciting games and big upsets and stuff like that. That's all I want to see. Yeah, I don't really. I don't really have a team either that I'm like zeroed in on, and I'm rooting heavily for. But I'm, I am rooting for the Suns and for the Bucks. Um, I don't really not. I'm rooting against the Nets. I don't really care for another super team to win the championship. Um, yeah. Not really a fan of the Clippers in LA. Um, so not rooting for them. I'm hoping it's, I'm hoping Utah wins. And it's Utah well, if Kyrie, and if Kyrie, and, if Kyrie Irving and uh, James Harden are out for the rest of the playoffs, they're done. Suddenly, well, no, suddenly then the Nets become a feel-good underdog team. No, they don't. Then we root for Durant, right? No. Because they become the feel-good underdog team. No, not how it works here. Cinderella. Not how, no, no. Not Cinderella, no. <laughs> Cinderella's ugly stepsisters. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. All right, that, that is it for all of our questions and comments. Thank you for submitting those. Um, if you'd like to submit ones for next week, you can do so by dropping us a tweet at WithNBA. Or on Facebook at the Around the NBA with uh, Chris and Eric Facebook page, Blazers Forum Facebook page, or of course at RepCity2.com. On Sundays, there's always a thread there for your questions and comments. Thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate it. And as always, go Blazers. Go Blazers. <laughs>